0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Gateway to Anime. How are you all? What's going on, Charlie? We are in a new place. We are in Melbourne. We came down here for Crunchyroll Expo. It's very exciting. And this is my very good friend, Lachlan McAllister. Now, Lachlan's been mentioned on this podcast quite a few times. Wait, what? Actually, oh, yes, 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 yes.
1: Yeah, Um, seriously, you're you're often often referenced.
2: as a good, like moral standing (laughs) principle with a good reputation and and, and, uh, review. Oh, no, no, wait. You hate all my opinions. So, yeah, this is going
0: to be be fun. Um, (laughs) But many times we brought up the story of the VCDs, the Naruto VCDs that went around all the friendship group. This is the man himself who ruined our lives. Yeah, I'd like you to just say, anime.
1: a firm, fuck you. <laughs> uh, I could have been a contender. Be normal, yeah. could been a cont- uh, I was going to be a star. I was a beauty <laughs> pageant. No, <star. laughs> now look at me. Here we are. Oh no, God. no. I spent
2: so much money. I used to work at Red Rooster to earn money to pay the kid who ran his. His family owned, like, an uh, internet cafe. Oh. And he – so he had really good internet for Perth back in then. I don't know what they had. So he was able to download the episodes and he also downloaded other stuff for me. But I paid him way too much money because, you know, once I was addicted, it was just like, you want the next episode? I'm like, yeah, come on. Give me What you got? 50 bucks? Yeah, give me For one, like, really badly fucking copied down video? Yeah,
1: go for it. That's called business. <laughs> I mean, honestly – the hard way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so we are here at Lockheed's wonderful bar, GG Easy on Queen Street in Melbourne. If you're ever in Melbourne, come on down. This is Australia's first official eSports bar. I was here on Saturday night. Don't remember much, but it was a good old time. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was just going around telling two people, no, <laughs> anime. No, no.
1: Game is an anime? Enemies? No. No, in fact, as we'll get on to, friends.
0: Friends. Definitely. Well, this is what we wanted to talk about. because It's something that, and in fact, you even mentioned the other day. It's interesting. We actually became friends over Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, that's I was how I became to friends from you, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Still trying. never Still, got the yeah, game, no, never, right, never right. played it. No,
2: okay. My parents, um, when we were younger, my parents got a Atari sixty hundred. Oh what was wow. it? Clicker? No, Atari something or other. At a, and my friends all had like, oh um, god, was it Nintendo? No, Super Nintendo's, and like. Growing up, we didn't have a heap of money, like, not poor. Enough, but, like, anyway, it wasn't a priority. And I remember one day my parents was always jealous because I'd go to my friends' houses and play, like, Super Nintendo and Sega and just be like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And then I would go home and talk about it to my parents. Then one day I got home they're like, oh, we have got a surprise for you. It's set up in front of the TV. And I was like, oh, my God. And I remember just getting there and being like, oh,
0: yeah, asteroids. Please. Lee Carmelo's putting challenge. <laughs> not even, no. Yeah. That, that had colour.
1: You had selected. <laughs> we're, talking, no. we're talking asteroids <laughs> and... <laughs>
2: Pong and – oh, God, yeah, it was fun. But, yeah, so I was desperate. Yeah, know, That's that's, I mean, that's how we became friends. That's why
1: you now own a gaming bar, you know, like it was yeah. – ch- your, your villain
2: origin story. I think <laughs> that sort of early denial probably also made me – when I got into it, I probably went a lot deep. I got, like, mm. really obsessed with it because, you know, you're just, like, jealous because it's really funny. A lot of my early friends were actually less – who had those systems, I think they weren't as into it because mm. they were just like, oh, yeah, whatever. But I think that sort of starvation made me really – Desperate for them.
0: There's obviously a huge connection between JRPGs and anime. Obviously, both from Japan. Funny that. But it's just, they're hugely connected. They're so interconnected. And I'm just going to run through a bit of a history because really, we were into JRPGs before we got into anime. You know, it was um, yeah yeah. Because do we?
2: I wonder, do we call them JRPGs
1: straight away, or do we just think of them as? We we'll just call them
0: RPGs, I think. I
1: think that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the same as with anime, though, because we were watching anime. We went not aware was anime when we were Pokemon, like,
2: yeah. You know, and then you are starting watching cartoons from America, and you're like, what do we call cool. this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the
0: nomenclature is uh, is is interesting. That weird like Western
2: anime. It's like, is that a double negative? You know, that weird sort mm. of like. Would it just be? Yeah, actually, that's really interesting. Well, it
0: is an interesting point, but it's also, there's, there's, I mean, there's a lot of contention about what constitutes a JRPG. I mean, the the very standard definition is that it's an RPG game made in Japan, but there's another school of thought which basically says, well, it's actually a style now as opposed to just RPGs made in Japan because you look at something like Elden Ring or Dark Souls, RPGs made in Japan, but they are not JRPGs. It's quite interesting. I'll get into it a little bit. So I'm not going to... It's, <laughs> we weird, it's definitely
2: a bit of a stickler thing, but it also, it's fair, right? It is yeah. a stickler thing. I was, on,
0: <laughs> I was on Reddit last night and it was um, on the JRPG subreddit, which is a really wholesome place actually for, for Reddit. A Reddit. Wait, uh-huh. is it wholesome? Surprisingly so except for this one I was on this one and it was like give me your hot takes give me your JRPG hot takes and I was like sort by controversial was that right on no, no. oh do did it. you actually of course oh, I do. that's all I, I ever like, do it. on
1: Reddit give, it to me. <laughs> give me controversy you gotta do oh, no, it no. but
0: no one of the big things was people getting into a huge argument about right. this exact thing about no that's not what a JRPG is and no yes it is keep it simple stupid other people have been like no it's all about but again there's so many different things that constitute a JRPG but you know them when you see them so let me explain a little bit about the history of JRPGs in Japan and then we'll talk about the massive crossovers that exist in anime of which there are an awful lot now we could literally do an entire podcast called gateway to jrpgs it's something i'm even slightly considering as a spin-off
1: <laughs> is this but a backdoor pilot that yeah, you're pitching oh, no, 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 no. right, right now got in here, <laughs> yeah.
0: but I don't we're
2: too successful you're too successful <laughs> you're too well, you know. gotta do a spin-off I gotta do a spin-off,
0: spin-off series no but happening. look i'm gonna try and i'll keep this brief because i mean literally the history of this this whole this world is massive as, as big as anime i mean not quite but it's huge so Japan obviously has a rich history of gaming and mostly console gaming reigns supreme in that country. And that has been since the start of the 1980s uh, with the phenomenal success of the NES. Which I would of course also just worldwide. say
2: arcade gaming is big as well. Right?
0: Arcade gaming as well, absolutely, yes. However, the country produced thousands of PC games from the 70s to the 90s. Now, the computer industry was extremely fragmented at first, but two major platforms became dominant. That is the NEC PC 8801 and the PC 9801. And a major difference between the Japanese systems and the Western systems at the time, so the 1980s, was the display rate resolutions. So that was 640 times 400 in Japan, which was to actually accommodate the more elaborate Japanese text, which was, of course, flashed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which in turn influenced game design. So this is a major part of why JRPGs have such a stylistic differentiation point. So... Japanese computers also had the Yamaha FM synthesis soundboards and that was from the early 80s which enabled unique and interesting sounds and tracks to be created by composers such as Yuzo Koshiro who pioneered the chiptune 8-bit music and worked on such games as Dragon Slayer, which is on the Niho Falcom very prominent system in the RPG world the YS series, he still does a lot of them and the Revenge of the Shinobi and what I played on the Sega Mega Drive Streets of Rage he made that soundtrack and it's banging
2: so he did the YS stuff,
0: still yeah, does? I think he does, I think he still does it, yeah yeah, it's really interesting. He actually trained with Joe Hisashi of Studio Ghibli. They trained together at the same uh, music institution. We've already got a crossover. We've already got one. Justifying it.
2: yeah, no, There's going to be plenty more. Don't worry about that.
0: <laughs> 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 this is slightly, this is contested a little bit, but Japan's first RPG was Koai's Underground Exploration, released in 1982, uh, followed by many others often referred to as the proto-RPGs. Early Japanese role playing games were heavily influenced by visual novel adventure games. I've spoken about these a lot. On the podcast, not to be confused with light novels, or they are different. They are basically video games, purely text-based, which give you choices. One of the most famous of which, of course, is the Fate series. Basically, they were massive influences, which is why story elements are so massive in JRPGs, especially at the time compared to Western ones. They were developed by companies such as Enix, Square, Koei, and Neon Falcom uh, before they went into developing JRPGs. They're all visual novels. So Neon Falcom's Dragon Slayer, released in 1984, makes a major turning point and helps lay many of the foundations that will go on to define the genre. This was a real-time hack and slash dungeon crawler, and is considered the first action role-playing game, which went on to a huge success in Japan. And the sequel, Dragon Slayer 2, Xanadu, became the best-selling PC game in Japan, and further revolutionized the genre, including character stats and large overarching quests with an action-based combat, including both melee combat, magic projectile attacks, while incorporating a side-scrolling platform game, a view during exploration, and an overhead view during battle. First RPG on a console, was Dragon Stomper on the Atari 2600 in 1982, but in 1985, Yuji Horii and his team at Chungsoft began work on what would become Dragon Quest, which was released in 1986 by Enix, which became the template for all other RPG console games thereafter. It is the progenitor of what is now modern JRPGs.
2: That's why they haven't changed the series at all.
0: (laughs) That's why the game's all the same. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) They're coming for us now. It's already happened. This one, they're always going to come for us. that's fine. That's fine. I'm so lost already. I I, uh, I mean, I work in a gaming bar. Everyone tells me they're It's It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you'd hear a couple. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Horror's intention was to create a game with wider appeal than any before it. This led to a more streamlined approach to game design that didn't require extensive D&D experience. D&D was a huge influence on all... RPGs, West and East, and hundreds of hours of rote fighting, which had more mass appeal to all gamers. He got rid of all that. The game was faster paced, based on exploration and combat, featuring a top-down view of dungeons rather than a first-person view that was more prominent at the time.
2: Because I know there was issues with litigation stuff. I Because so. I know the Beholder stuff. There was like, yep. in Final Fantasy games, there was issues with the eye creatures. Yep, that had to P, rename yep. them. Was that why they went away from D and D elements? Do you know? Or I think that's very specific. I know. That's I wonder. a good question. I don't know. So I, I think know there was
0: some issues, definitely, and I think a lot of it was just the fact that D especially back then, was what edition two, very slow, and so and a lot of the games reflected that were very fucking slow and super grindy. Whereas Dragon Quest was just like bam, 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 let's sharpen this up, baby. So yeah, it was focused more on story and emotion as well it was a coming of age tale one of the first times so it also featured elements still found in console RPGs today like major quests interwoven with minor subquests, an incremental spell system a damsel in distress storyline and a romance element which are now considered tropes of the genre but these were the first to do it so obviously there was anime art style made by Akira Toriyama. he did the character design famously still does for Dragon Quest and he is of course Dragon Ball Z's mangaka and there was a classical score by Koichi Sugiyama And this was the game that basically started everything. Dragon Slayer was a huge influence on Dragon Quest and also Final Fantasy. So Dragon Slayer on the PC was one of the first that changed everything. But then Dragon Quest is really the guy. But of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Final Fantasy. Because Final Fantasy originally released on the NES by Square in 1987 year, featuring a character creation system that enabled the player to build their own parties and assign different classes to the characters who in turn evolved through a class change system throughout the game. One of your favorite things, Lucky. Uh, It also featured a time travel element to the story, as well as side view battles with players on the right side of the screen and enemies on the left ordered in turns, turn based fighting game, which became another staple of the genre. It wasn't the first turn-based battle system, but it was one of the first to make it famous. While creating Final Fantasy, Hironobu Sakaguchi took inspiration from Hayao Miyazaki's films, most prominently Laputa Castle in the Sky, which influenced the airships, which feature heavily across many of the Final Fantasy games. Which Miyazaki's obsessed with airships.
1: There's always one airship and there's always SID.
0: Yep, always a SID. Good. It's very good. So, FF2 is mostly considered the first true Final Fantasy game, introducing an emotionally sweeping storyline with morally ambiguous characters, tragic events. It changed the experience points actually being based on progressive story parts as opposed to just grinding. So, the more you use the skill, the better it becomes. fs 2 also featured open-ended exploration and the now generic theme of an evil empire versus a small band of struggling friends. Basically, Star Wars. And the iconic Chocobo creature was inspired by Miyazaki's *Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind*. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. great film. Great film. But that was what Chocobo came from. Look, that is a really? very, very basic welcome to JRPGs. Now, something special. I mean, what was the first one you ever played, Lucky? What was your first? I think it
2: was definitely coming to your house yeah. and watching *Final Fantasy VII*. I think because mm. I didn't have Super Nintendo. Like, and I think one or two friends may have had *Chrono Trigger*, but this back then we were you know, Alex the Kid, I think, you know, the default Alex games the you kid. got, Sonic, yeah. that kind of stuff, Mario. Um, and there wasn't too much beyond that. I think you were the first kid I met who had sort of weird games. Uh, yeah.
1: Shining Force, don't forget. Shining Force,
2: Ooh, Shining Force was my I played, very first. Oh, was that your first? Yeah, so yeah I played that first. from you, yeah. but not until I'd played Final Fantasy Seven. Final Fantasy Seven became my obsession from watching you play and then convinced my family to get a PlayStation, I think. And then I think I remember I bought it and played it for ages and a few days in realised I needed a memory card. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, no. And I was
2: it was stupid cute. it was probably at the time, right? It was completely fine, right? But I remember panicking because my PlayStation had been on the whole time and I didn't know that wasn't a thing. <laughs> and screaming. I can't remember it was like called someone and was like, I think you explained it all, one of the boys. And then I'm just panicking thinking, oh god, it's gonna explode. <laughs> so I'm frantically I convinced my parents to go to Interloo shopping center. Yes. I, think. And I just I remember I it like clearly just being like, oh god, I hope I get home before it explodes. You know,
0: like, <laughs> oh, I'm, I know. I'm so oh, far into the game. I've done you so know. Much work. Oh, no. And you are the grinder of all grinders of all of us. <sighs> Loki's the one who, like, 100%. No, that's not true. Loki will do every single thing in the game not finish until the game. he gets to the final boss and just walks away. I'm the same. Oh, it's so bad. I yeah.
1: don't know, dude. I literally, because I think I love to zone out and just, like, fight in. Like, so, if, I don't know, if anyone who hasn't played a Final Fantasy game or a JRPG, a lot of them have turn-based combat, which is often random encounters, similar to Pokemon, which is obviously yeah. another, another JRPG. Famous JRPG. Maybe arguably the most famous oh, yeah. RPG.
0: That's up there, yeah.
1: It has to be. Yeah. I mean, not. I mean, in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah, worldwide fame, yeah. yeah, I'm true. not like it's the greatest, although it's pretty fucking lit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the random encounter kind of thing and, like, just the turn base and, like, just grinding and levelling up, I always find that I never understand how to, like, how to use any of the system, but I'll be so overpowered because I've just, like, ground. You and just, I you've had just a nice a day, day and then
2: you just don't realise.
1: <laughs> just brute force. Um,
2: that's it. There's that anime that uh, she's a witch and she wants a quiet life.
1: Oh, but she kills yeah!
2: Like five slimes a day, but every day for like hundred years, and then she becomes like the most powerful character. I've <laughs> yeah, ever yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's cheesy but fun.
1: Yeah, but yeah. we love it. So you, that's you. That's me, that's literally, you, yeah. just like so. just accidentally, so like, we talked about this many times. Just having like one Pokemon that you power up, and then oh, every yeah. year you have like a level three Magic and you have like a level fucking ninety nine.
2: You Gengar. Well, he's only, he's only Pokemon he uh, ever. now
0: one. we've. I have told this story <laughs> on the podcast before, but. You are here, so I guess we'll have to <laughs> but do But it, it again. obviously means I remember it. So, yeah. I was hysterical. I, that, yeah. I had just OP'd this motherfucking Gengar, and I was the first person at school to realize that you could just, like, kind of, not cheap, but you could buy the carbs, you know, from Cerulean City, I think, and you could just max out his speed. So I just maxed out his speed, and I just, hypnosis dream meter, every time. And I would just one, I would just tear through everyone at school. No one could touch me. I was just, like, golden. The king of the Subiaco Primary School top oval. Probably, probably. Probably. That's how I remember it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably how you remember a
2: lot of things though <laughs> so.
0: um, and then Lucky it was like the big the, this battle was coming a long oh, yeah. time coming because we're both the big gamers oh, yeah, at school yeah, yeah, yeah. the rivals the who rivals, was Sasuke who yeah. was Naruto? <laughs> <laughs> who was who but I was like I'm, and Lucky and up the battle that was foretold was coming oh, like, everyone gathered at the top oval we linked up the game boys and I was like you motherfucker I'm going to one shot you every time with this gengar and you had a fucking dragonite
2: but didn't I also? Was it poker flute or something I used to keep waking them up? I can't remember what it was. Could, I missed. Could you? Or was it just a miss? I missed. Probably.
0: Because I like, I, I went <laughs> at the dra- and sometimes I miss that, that happened, but then it didn't matter because hypnosis. Then get them and dream it gives you life back, so it didn't matter. So I was just like, Something you know, one shot like, you, didn't Fucking Dragonite one shot my Gengar, the rest of my Pokemon would. I remember garbage, the next gar- like, it was
2: like a th- level 35 Pokemon or something. I'm like, Wait, what's happening? I, did, I didn't need him.
1: Gengar <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did it all for me. <sighs> Fuck, Ugh, and we learned treated. a valuable lesson that day. Don't know what, but we also didn't because that's exactly <laughs> how you should play Pokemon. <laughs> Have one OP character, and then you're fucked. <laughs> I mean, oh, I think the lesson
2: here that he lost, so why? Oh. So my you're way the king
1: would... of Subiaco Prime. I don't, don't
2: think i think. think like Sam. I was <laughs> definitely happy to beat him. But, you know. It was
1: a good day. I mean, yeah, no probably. it's I mean, it
2: probably like he probably was going to make a crown or something right, the school we had. I was close. You know. <laughs>
1: the Pokemon master. Yeah. The Pokemon master just like rolling.
0: <laughs> uh, it's terrible. I'm still not over it. But um, yeah, I don't know why we didn't have girlfriends or what. It took us a while. Yeah, this it's bizarre. <laughs> um, the best thing now is happening is that there is a huge push for remasters of JRPGs. They are starting to come out left, right and center. One of which is what I'll talk about in a bit. Probably my favorite JRPG of all time, a series, extraordinary stuff. But you can play all of these games quite easily now. Now Some of the rarer ones are very difficult to find and like go for stupid amounts of money on eBay and stuff. Like uh, I think Suikoden, which I will talk about in a second, uh, goes up for about, it's like 400 bucks. You mean Sukoden? (laughs) Sukoden.
1: We've already talked about this on the podcast. I oh, so mispronunciation of Sukonin. I know, I can't. I, I, it's wait, I, don't, it I doubt anime
2: and gaming fans would care about pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: don't care.
2: Yes,
0: go take a look at our TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> they're all fine Escaflown with Sam's
1: favourite anime. My favourite
0: anime of all time, yeah. Escaflone?
1: Yeah. Escaflone, he said. Oh, ah, okay, Escaflone.
0: Look, I was breezing through one of my opening sections here, you know. It is funny how often when you think you say
2: something right and you look back at it and you're just like, and you listen again, and you're like, "What the hell was I saying? was that <laughs> word? How <laughs> did
0: that come but out?" This is when you merge two. Oh man, great. it was just. Mm. It was anyway. I'm still paying for that on TikTok. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lockie, what was it about JRPGs you think that hooked you in then, and still now? Uh, I
2: really liked the sort of growth and progression of characters. I think that was something I always struggled with a lot of earlier those sort of puzzle games and jumping like platformers and stuff like that. I just I lose a lost interest. Not saying one's better or worse, right, because I think it's just what makes your brain happy, right? Yeah. Like for me, the whole like choosing, especially when I can control them in some ways, like if it's just straight levelling gets you stats, it doesn't interest me anywhere near as much. But yeah. as soon as you give me any kind of control about where my characters go, even if – and I particularly like a game which lets me just make a character useless. Do you know – Um. Uh, God, is it Pathmaker? Pathfinder? Pathfinder, oh, Pathfinder? 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 Yeah. As in
1: the – D&D. Yeah, sorry, Pathfinder,
2: you know, the game, uh, Kingmaker. Anyway, there's like an actual uh, video game they made through using the Pathfinder mm. mechanics instead of the D&D. Oh. And I've never been more confused by a video game where I'm just like, oh, my God. And I made a character and I got like level 30. I'm like, wow, this character is useless. And I looked <laughs> up online. I'm like, how do I fix it? Like, oh, no, your character is useless. It's like, oh, wow. And I kind of really enjoyed that where it's was like, <laughs> I had all this control to completely like make a terrible character. Obviously, I wouldn't want to, but I think FF10 I don't yep. like as much where yep. sometimes it feels like you just, connecting that big circle. But, yeah, anywhere where I can, like, as you said before, my, one of my favourite things is, like, choosing a class, like Vandal Hearts.
1: Oh, oh what a
0: game, man. Yeah. Underrated.
1: Vandal Hearts. Yeah, yeah dude. The strategy Vandal up, Hearts. You strategy just unlocked <laughs> a memory. <laughs> Looking into the distance. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Vandal Hearts was
0: dope, man. And the Vandal Hearts 2 was a bit weirder, but still great story. But I just strange didn't like mechanic. moving at the same time. Move at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So tell people the difference between a a strategy RPG and a strategy well, RPG.
2: A strategy RPG could be an RPG. Oh, that is an interesting one, isn't it, Because, right? mm. like,
0: I would say most people would
2: probably play Vandal Hearts and think of it as a strategy RPG and a JRPG. But then you've got, like, XCOM, which is a strategy RPG, I guess. Yep. But you're like, no one would call that a JRPG. No. So is it just, like, the change. anime sort of style? Like, what do you sort of call it? Because, mm. like, visually it looks like all of those other ones, right? Because JRPG, in my mind, is much more a stylistic thing in terms of much closer to, like, Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy and that kind yep. of stuff. Well, where does yeah. Zelda fit? Zelda action RPG.
1: Well, it's an action yeah, RPG. Yeah, because it's I mean, is yeah. it, thinks, oh, no, well, I, I it is. I would say no. It is no. Japanese, all right? It is Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. but yeah. that's what's interesting because it's like it is. Yeah, in my head, there's JRPGs fit a very specific mold. Well, I
2: think also everyone's going to have their own opinion, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's not going to be a perfect answer. I think. Mm. But, I mean, that doesn't mean we're not going to argue about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will die on this hill. I, I never thought this hill, about. This thing I didn't. I not care about until right now.
0: But I mean. Shining Force, strategy RPG. Yeah, but
2: such a JRPG, right? But yeah. Such a
0: JRPG. I mean, there's definitely crossovers there. Like, cause strategy, the difference between a strategy game is that you have a whole army on field and you move them all accordingly. Generally, you have like 10 plus characters on a, on a board. And
2: whether you end up fighting the evil church.
0: Always in the evil <laughs> church. Without a <laughs> fucking like
2: Christianity has just got a real bad rep in Japan.
0: Probably. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> Potentially. Enough, maybe. <laughs> but I mean, one of your favorite games of all time is Final Fantasy Tactics, right? Yes.
2: You know, you always have a few, right? So I'm not very good at saying which is my favorite but it's always top five
0: and they're actually about to do a remaster a remaster coming left right and center mm. of tactics ogre oh, cling oh yeah because yeah, they did there's the there's cling together, together version for
2: PSP. yeah that's right so it's doing that again or yeah, different yeah I again?
0: think so but they're doing a new one for switch oh um, so not doing, just porting it no 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 oh that's exciting new remaster yeah 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 so yeah there's just so many I mean obviously Castlevania which, of course, we all know about now uh, because of Adi Shankar's wonderful adaptation of it. But that was a very famous JRPG. Is that a JRPG?
2: Castlevania? Surely not. It's a side-scroller. It's a, pla- it's a side-scrolling platformer. It has story so more than, like, I think a it lot of those, I would say it. it's still platformer. Yeah,
1: it's a side-scroller. Go
0: side-scrolling yeah, the only yeah. thing
2: is it does have some elements because I think you can get, you get like weapons and upgrades sort yeah, of yeah, temporarily yeah. It's, it's, it's and stuff, a, but I think it's still a platform. Yeah. Yeah. Same way like Mario, you We're, can get bigger and fire thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, w- I don't think I'd say JRPG. Okay.
1: This is going to turn into, is it a JRPG or not? My favourite game. No, I'm going
2: to be confident saying that's not. All right. Conference. I mean, that's just my opinion. Confidence.
1: <laughs> that's what we really, that's what we're here know, for. that's what we're here for. Look, Look, if that last you need me to say
2: anything controversial, to say, because I'm not on a game. So <laughs> okay,
1: what
0: was that last one? Historical fiction or not? Oh JRPG, or, JRPG not? or not? JRPG
1: or not? I feel like. Final Fantasy is obviously, when I think of JRPGs, is probably now the series where you think of first. Yeah, like, exactly. that is... Like the most um, quintessential.
2: And If and someone was asked to name a JRPG, they'd name Final yeah. Fantasy. And, Fantasy. Yeah.
1: and out of all the Final Fantasies, so other than Tactics, is Seven your favourite? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Or Ooh. Disc 1 of Final Fantasy 8. Disc 1 of Final oh. Fantasy VIII is a masterpiece. I'm
1: all about a flying university. Like, that sounds sick. I,
2: yeah, I love that shit. And then yeah. they're just... L- after this one, it just got worse. Like each disc is worse. And by the end, it's like, why are we fighting the ultimate? T-? And then that, you know, that's all the shitty trope stuff where it's like they all just three, and yep. just two, where they all find out they're all um, orphans and they all knew each other and somehow have all forgotten. Uh, we love
0: Look, it. We love it. I would argue all Final Fantasies get fucking batshit crazy towards yeah, the end. Yeah. Like, Even I mean, seven gets a little bit wild. Like,
1: yeah. oh, yeah. I'd You're like, hang you, on, weird, I'm not me. I'm not,
2: <laughs> the grand <laughs> one I'm is me? weirdly 12. And that was the point of 12, right? 12. They wanted it to be less of a yeah three, you know, a band of misfits end up fighting God or yeah. some evil ultimate being where it's like kingdom versus. Yes. They yes. thought it was, I think it was going to make the characters more human and personal where it felt mm. like more sort of small but real story.
0: Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of 12. Again, that was the first time they strayed out of turn-based. Yes. I believe. Into
2: action. It- was because it was after eleven, which was the first version of them doing an MMO. That's right. So I think it was that one that was sort of trying to combine a bit of both worlds, because mm. it was one you mostly came you control one character and the other sort of moved around, but you yeah, were you alive. Mortars, but- um And then it was also a lot more grindy. Yeah. Like it took a long time to do certain things, and there was like random. I think it was a spear that I tried to get, and it was just. There's a lot of odd chance whether you open a chest, it was like 50% chance of whether you get like this amazing weapon or something useless. Yeah, it was a very strange game. But I love 12. But hmm. I can, you know when you play a game, you're like, I think most people would hate this.
1: Like- <laughs> I, I just can't do – I'm just so bad at video games except for turn-based. So if it's not turn-based combat, I actually can't play wow.
2: it. But is that because you – don't play it, get annoyed, and then just don't get better at yeah, it.
1: Yeah, I wasn't a genius immediately. So I'm off, <laughs> I'm so, done. So well, turn base,
2: you get to, like, sit there off, and think, Absolutely, right? I'm
1: just like, oh, if I do... <laughs> I can, like, look out the window for a bit, come back, and be like, oh, shit, yeah, yeah. Um.
2: <laughs> no, I respect that, especially, I mean, playing you know, esports bar. Like, I am... Everyone assumes I must be good at games, but I'm just like, no, nah, no, nah, we're good, you know, I'm pretty, pretty bad, especially anything... Fast base, yeah. No, my hands don't keep what? up. The oh, first team. person Three, to six at Crunchyroll Expo. Yeah, but you're terrible. That's yeah, true. No yeah, idea, are you are <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, yeah, that's I a low bar. Low <laughs> kick
1: to victory on any fighting game. And I actually got pretty far at a Tekken <laughs> tournament doing that once. Everyone was like, stop it. No. And I was just like, huh. You're a monster. Huh. It's
2: a really interesting thing where we have all these customers who come in and like if we have so, like a fighting game tournament and they're like, oh, yeah, I've never lost any of my friends. I'm going to be amazing. You're like, oh, yeah, you should come in. And they're like, I will. And come in and just. Go zero two straight away, and they're just like, "What happened?"
1: <laughs> it's like you've lived
2: in this little bubble where your friends were yes. like, kind of shit. You with the best of your friends, and they come in and like, "This player's actually gone to tournaments around the world, and yep. now you've just got your ass kicked." <laughs> Famous sort of thing in fighting games where people talk about. It's like too good to play with your friends, not good enough to go into tournaments. Gotcha. Where it's like that sort of a lot of the disconnect with fighting games, where it's like, where do you go? Like, yeah, it's better these days because online's a lot better. Yes, getting yes, there, yes. rollback <laughs> yeah. and stuff. But um, it, yeah, it's an interesting one to say. Like, it's so detailed and hardware. It says that. Disconnect. Mm. Yeah, my
1: friends are mostly there with Super Smash Brothers. Yep. Like, they're oh, all yeah. too good to, like, thing. fight me. That's fair. Like, I play Princess Peach for no apparent reason. I'm Try just and float like, <laughs> around. Well, honestly, because it, I, every time, this is going so off topic, every time I do any kind of Smash character, I just run off the ledge. Like, I remember I was just No, that's like, literally oh. the opposite oh. of what you're supposed <laughs> to do. <be. laughs> so I was like, well, I suck. So Peach is good because I got my umbrella. and I So can you slowly slow. fall off yeah. the edge. <laughs>
2: I don't think that's the... It's working. Yeah, actually, maybe you stick to two minutes. Yeah, you're out. right.
1: Yeah, I thought I was a genius. I was like, if I can float slowly. These falls when they
2: jump off the ledge, they'll fall quicker. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing worse than when you're one of those, if you play a character who's not very good at getting back on the ledge and you get knocked off and you're someone edgeguarding, you're just like, oh, I died. You've got no mobility. You're like, oh, I hate that guy.
0: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be remiss to talk about JRPGs and not mention one of the most one of the biggest game changes that happened in the JRPG world. And it was born of a super group of creators. And it was on the Super Nintendo. And there's actually an extraordinary phone port for it right now. You can download from, I uh, believe, Google Play or the App Store. And that game is, of course, Chrono Trigger. Now, Chrono Trigger was made by the writer of Dragon Quest, Yuji Horii, who we mentioned before. The director was Yoshinori Kitase, who made Final Fantasy VI, VII, VIII, and X, who the director. The composer was the legendary Nobuo Umatsu from Final Fantasy, of course, and actually was the mentor of Kevin Penkin, who we got on, just who does a lot of anime video games himself and extraordinary. I mean, I think, I think for me, FF7 is the finest orchestral score in all gaming. Yeah, I think it's just extraordinary. Yeah. Eris theme is like... One of the most haunting. How dare you bring that up. I, hear, I hear the thing. And I, I just see the
2: material dropping down the I thing, think. and I just like, oh, I'm crying again. I watched <sighs> that
0: video today because I we've actually been playing the Final Fantasy VII remake yep. uh, at Lucky South while I've been down here in Melbourne, and it's um it's been a lot of fun, but it's it is different, but I'm loving it. But it's still, it's a weird. What we'll about that? In a which minute, Just quickly. But,
2: you know, my gamer tag was always Red's theme? It was yeah, which is just because I didn't know it was called. Cosmic, the song Cosmic was called like "Cosmic, Cosmic Cabin, Canyon," yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I literally was just obsessed with Red's theme when you went into thing, and I was just like, "That's I love it!" and just called it. myself Red's. Theme.
1: I hate that theme because I had a scratched version of Final Fantasy 7 and the bit where you're in the canyon that goes up to the stars, it froze there and played oh. it on repeat. And I remember I was this, so this feels like often.
2: a sit scenario. where yeah, right, it's like right. My favorite thing, and you're like, "That's my nightmare
1: <laughs> yeah. Sam's just like, really like
2: this podcast needs more drama. And he's like, yes. So sorry to trigger you. How
1: dare you? <laughs> no, it was we so, so often I was just like, we just got his backstory. <laughs> um, we had like, I don't know, the camera panned up, and it was beautiful. They're looking at the oh, stars. Yes. You remember that bit? And the, 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 statue, the statue. Yes. Oh,
0: oh, man. Yeah. Except oh, man. that I was like, beautiful Na- bit ruined. Nanakai is that his real name? Yes. Yeah. No,
2: and it was when he realized his dad didn't actually betray them. He thought his dad betrayed yeah. them and ran away. It's right. Shame. Spoilers. But he found out his dad actually faced like the main part of the army and got they couldn't kill him, so they petrified him with like spears from That's the distance. Right. So he turned to stone. But the stone. And then they were so – but they were still so scared. They, like – or he did so much damage, they retreated. They ran, yeah. And the thing is, him, so he's on the, the statue on the cliff of the spears. But obviously, you know, the crying uh, is like a single Yeah,
1: tear. I remember it mm. too well. Yeah, no, no, sorry. Because I had to restart the game because it would not poignant part.
2: piece is now just something you hate. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, I was done with it.
2: Have yeah. we ruined the podcast yet, haven't we?
1: Oh, <laughs> okay, cool. I I quit. <laughs> uh- I have to listen to Red Steam one oh, time. <laughs> Some uh, should admit. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best thing about Final Fantasy VII, to me, I think about the Final Fantasy games in general, is obviously we talked about the Motley Crew, that kind of like you yeah. know the the band of misfits together. The characters are always so good; they've always got great design, and I think that we've always just kind of had just a little like it's always just been kind of fun to see the different spins that each number does. Like they're all different mm. enough, but with the same wink to each other. Mm.
2: I'm, I much prefer that they change. It. I mean, it's still. Obviously, very much its own thing, but I much prefer that they change it up than do sort of Dragon Questy thing. Where yeah. it's sort of you feel a lot like you're playing a very and I've enjoyed Dragon Quest games, but I like it when they sort of take risks and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I'm um, nine, I loved ten, I loved and even and eight, even though they're just wildly different, you know. Mm. Like nine, them decided to go back to more traditional fantasy after getting sort of more techie with seven and eight, and sort of even like twelve being as you said, sort of more grounded story. I liked all those sort of choices. And I, I would always rather they take risks. Mm.
1: Yeah, and I think that it's funny because um, about the ones that we're going to kind of talk about, JRPG, what like Dragon Quest, everything you were saying, is like very much that old school fantasy, like yeah. wizard, mage. Yeah, very D&D uh, inspired. Very yeah. d d inspired. But I feel like Final Fantasy VII is obviously more like cyberpunk-y, yeah. kind of that sort of steampunk, my favourite aesthetic. You know, that kind of thing where you kind of go sci-fi elements. yeah, yeah. And they're Pretty all so different. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy X is completely different again. You yep. kind of go back, back in game. time to like a kind of a more like there's like a, the, they're on an island that is very much like it's, it's sort of different.
2: Ten does also still have that like very RPG thing of like there's, there was like an old civilization that was more advanced kind of thing mm. and
0: feeling. Chrono Trigger was like, and also Akira Toriyama again, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Quest did the character design. It is a super team come together to make, and it's quite a short game relatively. There's a lot of time travel or jumping around, but it is like, it was one of it's still to this day regarded as one of the best games ever made. This I, and Final I Fantasy
2: Seven. You'd have to say it. same with Final Fantasy Six VI versus Seven and Chrono yep. Trigger. Are probably the three most common. You would yes. say Sakoda, Swickoden, but it's generally I would say it's generally comes down to Chrono Trigger, FF Six, and FF Seven for most people. And I think a lot of the time it comes down to what you played first.
0: These games are very accessible. You can get FF Seven on on phone. You can get it on Steam. Same with Chrono Trigger. And it's it's much more accessible than it used to be. You don't need an old S, a Super NES with a cartridge, you know. Like- Although it's,
2: it's, it's very accessible within certain platforms. I think there's definitely yes. some argument that a lot of people don't like the idea that you often don't own something. If it's online or if you, it's on your phone, sometimes you worry that you don't actually have like a copy where mm. regardless of what changes around the world, like say – your phone, you know, like your phone gets updated and something you might not own it anymore or the mm-hmm. rules change. There's always that fear, I think. I had true, it yeah.
1: on the DS. I had the Chrono oh. Trigger. Chrono Cross on the DS. Was Chrono yeah, Cross on the DS? I think it was Chrono Cross, actually. I don't think I had Chrono, Chrono Trigger. Chrono Crosses.
0: I underrated. Underrated game? Yeah, I think I only played I Chrono. Chrono. I Chrono. I Chrono Cross, I like Chrono Cross.
2: Still not. It had a lot of flaws. And... I mean, like a lot of JRPGs, are pretty bad shit story. But yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: I just had another obscure, not JRPG, but one that was called The World Ends With You. Oh, I, I talked yeah, about yeah. this. I had that on DS as well. Yeah. And the that new was, one? Have
2: you played the newest one? No, I've no. had really good things, but I haven't actually had a chance there yet. So. There's right. an
1: anime adaptation of that too. There is. And that's more in line with what I'm going to talk about after, which is that kind of like set in modern day Tokyo in a very different aesthetic, which is also following an anime kind of thing. Like we've got, these ones are talking about, we've got fantasy at old yes. school sort of thing. And then we've kind of get more and more Modern more and more. It is interesting
2: yeah. how much more, even though it was already Japan, right? It's, it is interesting how much a lot of the modern PGs are so much more anime in style oh and stuff yeah. than they were in the past. It's something I actually like less, even though I like anime, but you
1: know. Yeah. I'm sure I mean, we'll
0: talk about that later. There's so <laughs> <much> crossover, <laughs> there's, isn't there? There's
1: so many anime adaptations of these JRPG games as well. Yeah. And that is like a huge thing. And. And gacha games. Yes, oh, yes. Yes. Well, I mean, there's a new. Um, The new Final Fantasy is an MMO, right? That is. The,
2: the
1: online fourteen, the online one.
2: Yeah, so fourteen is the big one where yeah. they released it. it. Was a bit of a disaster. It wasn't very popular. But they redid it like, and they did it. Maybe it's because Japan they actually care about that kind of stuff. They actually like. Were, like came out and apologized. Like we're gonna make it better. And now it's universally loved everywhere. Oh, doing so well. Yeah, yeah. they did a great job, and there's um, they really seem to care about it. Like whenever they do interviews or the, they talk about it, and they love their world and stuff, which so is great. And Japan do that really well, where they're just like genuinely care about the product and stuff. Absolutely. The
1: last game I played from Final Fantasy was the one where you are literally on a bucks night and you drive in a convertible the whole way across Fifteen. and you there's like a bit where yeah it's 15 and mm. you like uh, basically in a boy band what it looks it like. It was fun though. It was so much fun. It was it so was good. So no no fun. it was actually like a return to form for me. I really enjoyed fishing because it was a it was a blokey time. You know I was yeah. like I'm gonna fish with my, my mates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go see my lady. I'm how gonna much go see my bride.
0: Is in
2: Fucking JRPGs.
1: All games. It oh, was so
2: much fishing. It was just so funny. Though, when, uh, there's an M- Riot's It's making an MMO now, apparently. Yes. And someone on talk, Twitter was like, said something about it. It's like, and the guy lead, who's not answering that many questions, he's answering stuff, but he's like, oh, no, there'll be fishing. Like, it's like, oh, you, you got to have fishing. In you got to have fishing. Like, gotta you, like, you got to have
0: fishing. So, yeah, I'm going to talk about a game series which I still love to this day. And some got very exciting news very recently, actually, which I'll get to in a second. So, I now know the game is pronounced Sweet Quoden, <laughs> but Lockie and I have spent Close to 30 years calling it Sakodin. All yeah. of us did. We're all of our friends. We all played this game. Because there's nowhere we were going to hear it pronounced like, Oh no. uh, A bunch of kids <laughs> in Perth being like, yeah, I've got this thing called
1: Sakodin, mate. Like, <laughs> how did you get, how did we get our hands on that? My cousin. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Uh, went around to his house. He had it. I then went to uh, Blockbuster and they had it. it out. Yeah, yeah that's flex. right. Man, there was yeah, some yeah, yeah. wild we hired shit it. in Perth. Perth was like, I want to find the people who were bringing that stuff in. See, back. In I the
2: used day, to, again, like, back, like, with the, I used to have to pay kids to get me stuff. Rez would bring me back stuff from Bali, and yeah. half the time it wouldn't work. Final Nine, a bit like your Cosmic you thing. Whenever you get to the the Black Major's village, it would just port freeze. And because it wasn't, like, out properly yet, or I couldn't remember what
0: happened, and I just broke my heart. So, yeah, so what is Suikoden, and why should you play it, and how can you play it? Well... Here we go. It's obviously a Japanese role-playing game made by Konami and created by Yoshitaka Murayama. The game series is loosely based on the classical Chinese novel The Water Margin, whose title is rendered as Suikoden, as I now know, which translates Chinese to Japanese. Um, Each individual installment of the series centers on relative themes of war, Politics, Corruption, Revolution, The 27 True Runes, and The 108 Stars of Destiny. These are 108 collectible characters in each game who are loosely interpreted from the Chinese source material. So the first game was released in 95. The latest, the last one, was in 2012. However, the last fully canon game, which was suikoden 5, was released in 2006. Now, in 2020, a group of ex-Konami employees formed a company called Rabbit and Bear, and they basically got the band back together and they've coined a game which is billed as the um spiritual successor to suikoden and it's called a chronicle e-i-y-u-d-e-n but it comprises the core development team from uh one one and two so they actually started a kickstarter which i contributed to but we drew you know it's due for release in 2023
2: and it's after the sequel game that they're now releasing first
0: Well, yeah, they've done done a weird (laughs) spin. There's another one. There's there's called Earden Chronicle Rising, which came out just earlier this year, which is a bit more of a side-scrolling platform. I never actually I didn't play it. It's on Steam right now. I didn't actually play it yet. I I thought okay things. I will. I heard it was all right. But like it was always part of it. I think it was one of their stretch goals. And they just. Oh, was it? I think so. I don't think it was meant to come out before the game. I don't think it was. I
2: doubt the stretch goal was like, let's delay the thing you want. Yeah, no. It mustn't have been.
0: I remember there's a bit of controversy around it. But it's out. Uh, You can play it right now. But everyone in the community is so excited. Because like this game just got Konami. Interesting company. (laughs) Decided to make money in Gambling, so they just make fucking gacha machines and slot machines. Apparently, yeah.
2: there's a I'm not sure if it's a slot machine or a um a pachinko machine which has all of Metal Gear Solid 3, where you just sit there and you do pachinko or you, uh, slots, I can't remember, and then there's just a screen that just slowly plays Metal Gear Solid 3, all the cutscenes from Metal Gear Solid oh my 3.
0: god. That's what right to Konami, out of that's ideas. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. They also have Metal Gear Solid, obviously. Very, they, they, were, they were once one of the primary players in the video gaming industry, especially JRPGs. Like they, they were the guys. They made Vandal Hearts too. Like they, they are just they're also um,
2: it's your dreams, it's it's your dreams, Konami,
0: yeah, absolutely yeah. amazing company. But have, we're, we're an amazing, we're yeah. an amazing company now, very much derided in the in the world. But the fact that these guys will go back together to make this game. Which obviously, they don't have the IP for su- Sweekan anymore, uh, and they're making the spiritual successor. So I am so excited about this! It is a really exciting time. Um, uh, but a couple of days ago, the time of recording this podcast, Konami. What are happened the odds, now? actually? Just a, what are
2: the odds? literally a few days before we do literally. this, because we've been talking about it all so long, the and then and also like we famously have given up on anything Konami doing because it's like everyone goes They up. make so much money just from doing gambling. Why oh. would they Why care, would right? do anything
0: else? But they are now releasing. A remaster of Suikoden 1 and 2. Oh, it's sick. On the Switch mm-hmm. and on
1: Steam and
0: all Xbox, of the Xbox, PlayStation, everything. Xbox, everything. It is finally coming out. You can play this game next year, 2023, depending on when you listen to this podcast. It's been hard
2: to get to... Like to get people playing. It it's this really thing hard. I'm recommending is one of the best JRPGs and just an amazing
0: game, right? Oh, like it's such a beautiful game! It's almost Game of Thrones esque. Again, no no god fighting. It's all politics. Yeah. it's all There's a lot more fantasy based, I but mean, like it's magic, obviously. Some
1: betrayal in there. A lot of betrayal. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I'm true. I'm not true. I say the word too often. I'm upset <laughs> thinking back on some betrayal in that. It's
0: game. and Two is to me on par with Final Fantasy 7 as my favorite game of all. Time. I
2: I will go out and say you talk about. So we get more than seven. I like, think Swiggin two is you, probably you play it like every game. Every game. You yeah. play it like once a year. You tell me you're playing it. Yeah,
0: yeah, so. I just can't help it. It's too fucking good. It's, it's so fucking game. incredible. One of the best bad guys in all gaming history. Yep. Luca Blight. And the fight's from really the fight banging. with him is actually like Swigenden is quite an easy game. Like it's not really hard, but that is yeah. a fucking hard fight.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. It's, if you're not expecting it, I remember being very surprised. Because again, smashed. like we talked about, like you have like one party. And so, like, you mostly use the same characters. Like, it forces you for storyline reasons to use certain characters, but you have quite a lot of flexibility and you have a a party of six characters, not three, which I really like. Yeah, six characters. I always want to include more characters in games, but you can't with a lot of times with three party. And so having six was really fun. But, yeah, then suddenly you fight this boss and he's crazy overpowered, but you have to fight him three times parties of six. And suddenly you've got, you know, you've got your good party of characters level 30 or so. And then you've just got all these chunks. All these, you've got all these Gengen on level seven. This <laughs> is <laughs> like Cold war fighting like a beast god, like
1: <laughs> Yeah. So I also love that you end up Go Gengen! With, get him! <laughs> I love that, that game is you ended up with like you when you you can collect, and you don't have to get all 108. It's no. quite hard to do that. Um but if you get all 108, they like live in this like castle that you own mechanic. like a, a base camp and you can like walk around be like there's my blacksmith making the weapons you're like it's, there's a, a chef like, like is there a chef the, like, in the like
0: second game there is a cooking iron chef style oh mini game God. and oh. it's yeah, it actually sick. one of the best in fact it was one of the actual stretch goals for Iudan Chronicle was cooking mini uh, like yep. I have a just bad a habit of game. getting
2: really drunk and trying to explain hi to people <laughs> and then just looking at me like I'm a nut job especially all these young kids where I'm like so hi yo <laughs> this is chef and, then, and you play like I'm chef and like you have all these recipes but it's actually there's assassins and everyone's like what are you fucking talking about <laughs> But it's in, you're in your castle with your characters, and everyone's like yeah no this didn't happen and then I'm so talking funny. about samurai pizza cats and it all just goes <laughs> wrong it all goes, it all goes high <laughs> kids never believe it they never <laughs> believe it <laughs> dad too much, did too much acid and now he doesn't make sense that's anymore. it
0: great thing about Suikoden as well there are three different battle types you've got the Normal random encounter turn-based battle where you have six different people, five plus the protagonists. They can do unite abilities, you use runes, which are magic, you know, wind, fire, all that stuff, and then get really crazy personalized runes. 27 true runes are one of the big story mechanics. The protagonist pretty much always has one. And there are also one-on-one jewels as well, where it's basically a rock, paper, scissors situation. You have attack, defend, wild attack, and the characters you're versus you fight, you hit each other at the same time. And, and they go
2: to, like, a two-dimensional power. It looks like a sort of fighting game yeah, almost. It looks,
0: yeah, and, like, and the way you figure out what your opponent's going to do is they, they, have a, they say something before each round of fighting. And you're like, oh, he's going to have a wild attack. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. He's like, yeah. I think
2: it's going to be a wild attack. Yeah, my, 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 <laughs> defend
0: <it>. like, <laughs> And then there's, of course, the war battles, which changes every time. Uh, so the, in and 2, it's like a, a proper, like, a strategy version. It's... Uh, a, it's
2: um, uh, game, game, yeah, really strategy. Much, yeah, strategy. It just
0: goes, turns into a tactics game, basically. And in number one, it's more of a rock, paper, scissors thing. It's like, it's so yeah. cool. It's so fucking cool. And it was sort
2: of what you were saying just before, like, brought up the chefs and all the other stuff you can do. And then you've got I think that's what's so great about those games. And I think Persona does that as well, where you've got mm. maybe not as much mini game stuff, but you've got all these side things you oh. do. And I, that's what I love. Yeah. Where it's not, you're not just doing a linear story where you just, Visual noveling it almost, even though you've got some control. Mm. But like any of these games where there's all these sort of side spots and what we're rewarded for like exploring the world. Like yeah. you find more characters, and as you said you suddenly you get the chef, you have a whole new world you can do, and it your castle gets better and then it opens new things in your castle. Like you can literally see it get like stronger and stuff. Yeah. And again, that's sort of what I like about it, is your dreams is where you're doing all this side stuff, but it matters and it's reward. I
1: Absolutely. I mean, even with Final Fantasy 7, there's two characters you didn't even have to get to complete the game, but yeah. everyone wanted to oh get God, them.
2: I'm always it's so obvious. I forget that you can actually not get You, can, you, you can don't have to, to get, you have to get Yuffie yeah, yeah. yeah. or,
1: um, or Vincent. You don't have to get either yeah. of them. But of course you're gonna get yeah,
2: this one the yeah, vampire. You get and you're team.
1: gonna get- yeah. you, I mean she dude. stole my material. I'm off yeah. so <laughs> it. I'm never more annoyed by that side. Like, she's annoying to get, but I do like her. She's a good character.
0: Vincent's obviously very cool. He's got a gun, he's a werewolf, like I mean He's a
1: vampire,
2: right? Vampire, werewolf—he well, he's, he's turned into demons. His limit breaks at each level of different demons he turns yeah. into. Yeah. yeah, and I think the last one's like Satan, sort of wings. That's and stuff. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his first one was like a behemoth, like a bit more feral, but there was even the spin-off game with him. Yeah, Square really thought like actually That's he's right. a bit more of the future. I think post Crisis Core or yeah. after Crisis
0: Core, had his own.
2: Spin off, yeah.
1: I think that in terms of, yeah, like those kind of social interactions of the game where you can kind of like befriend people and, you know, and with Final Fantasy, my favourite things is that the way you talk to different people means that you can get dates with like, you get like a different kind of friendship, you can pick the girls, you end up on a date with either Barrett, Tifa, <laughs> or Yuffie Eric. or I can
2: hang on a d- date with Yuffie as well. That's yeah, you get, Yuffie, know how I mean. no,
1: you get Yuffie if you're like nice to any of them, you're awful to all of them, you get Barrett. Yeah. Uh, really I always had Tifa because I have taste. Uh, <laughs> so So
0: Eris is with Zack. Really, now we know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a waste
1: of energy at that point. I was like, "Come on!" Yeah, she's gonna die anyway. Exactly. But, um, <laughs> Lovely um, character. Spoiler. For, spoiler. spoiler. Probably <laughs> but, the saddest top. You
0: know, top five
1: status. Which is death. Is how
0: many games
2: have it? It's number one, and we did not one. see that one coming. Yeah, it's wild, yeah, and
1: it's, like, it's a great moment She's also in. really good to level up while she's there. Like, she's actually pretty powerful. And, right? and you can, can go get it. her
2: ultimate, you can get her limit for, level four limit break if you do things. Go to that island, there's a little house on, on like a stretch of land near um God and Saucer, and you have to. It's very specific, all the stuff you have to do. This I is think the
0: best part about it. These little challenges, you know, what I mean? and like, also to put FF7 into context for people who might not know, it actually changed the game. It broke so many records. First Final Fantasy game on the PlayStation. And they did that because they actually were working on it from the on the Famicom um, and then they were working on it on the N64 but the cartridge couldn't handle it. So then they took it to the CD, which is the only thing that could actually handle it. It was huge. The testament to how
2: good Final Fantasy 7 is. It's so mainstream popular and popular that every edge lord who does like RPG lists never puts it in their top 10 because they're just trying to be cool. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. trying to be that dick, you know? Yeah. And you're like, "Fuck off." Like yeah, it's you good. can like six and Chrono Trigger more and there's a lot of arguments for both. Yep. But they're, the amount of them ones where I see where FF Seven is like either end of the ten or not on it, and it's just,
0: yeah, it's just catch. wrong.
1: In terms of that, like, so, um, yeah, actually, I agree with those guys. Seven's so, oh, no. yeah, no, 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 like my, my number one, number two. Sorry, actually, Persona has beaten it. I love talk to us, us about Firefight Persona. Royal, if we want to talk about anime too,
0: crossovers but, so. and things that influence you know each other and
1: things that Persona. really utilize a um in terms of like how like side quest social stats like that is literally a mechanic of how the game works. And um, so Persona is a series that is actually a spin-off from a game which I'm not that familiar with.
0: Shin Megami Tensei.
1: Yep. Uh, and I don't know much about that game, to be honest with you. I kind of came into it. And I've only played Persona 5. And I played both Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal, which is like another version they made about two years later with like new songs and a whole new semester added on, that kind of thing. The creepy,
2: I'm, creepy extra stuff.
1: I'm yeah. really, really <laughs> excited to play because I've announced that they're actually releasing Two and three and four, I believe, uh, for the Switch for play. Because oh, at the moment you can't play them unless you right. buy them. Yeah. Like there's not
2: four is on Steam. Golden, yeah. yeah. Golden is I'm not sure. Is four on Switch? Because nah. this was the 25th anniversary right this yeah. year, wow. and everyone was like been waiting for news, and they've just announced barely anything from yeah. memory. Everyone was like, six is going to be announced this year, and like nothing's been heard, right? Uh, yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they are releasing it on Switch and PlayStation. So you're going to be able to play those games. which I'm excited about because I've never played them. What I hear is that four is quite similar to five yeah. yeah it's very
2: similar but it's a really good game i think the only problem i had like you could guess i think it was really obviously the bad guy was going to be really early but other uh, than that it's a really good game
1: so the way that persona 5 works which i'll kind of focus on i know that they uh, is that you kind of play what i'll describe as like two different worlds at the same time and it's the most anime shit you could like if you want an anime in a game they've actually had successful anime series made out of this mm. not so much 5 4 was a really good anime 5 oh, terrible like, terrible so it was bad, yeah. but. Five was a hugely successful game. I think the most successful of the franchise. People were… five okay, Five's so big. And there's so many things to like about it. What I really like about it is that you play in the daytime as a Japanese high school student and everything that you do in your waking world, which is like, you know, studying and whether you pick to, you pick to like go study at the mall or you can go like hang out with your friends or have a social… Like everything you do like reflects what happens when you go into palaces which at night time you become a phantom thief which is very much like heist kind of thing it's turn-based combat that's really badly explained (laughs) but basically it's like you go to this high school um you realize you're like a transfer student uh you realize that something's amiss with one of the teachers is how the game opens uh and you fall into this teacher's mind palace in which you have to then rob it to change his heart and leave a calling card because he have to change his his heart within the palace to change the cognitive of the reality. Obviously, and of course, very He's simple. Gone to the darkness, kind of thing. You know? Yeah, <laughs> but very it's really, really fun because you get the absolute duality of playing. Like you know, it's almost like a, a dating sim. It's almost like playing. Like it's you, such it is such dating sim. Because you can I mean, romance. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can romance people. You can like run and like the, the way five is. You can run around Tokyo. You can like play basketball. You can go do karaoke. You can go hang out with people, and it is so much fun to do that. But then just know that. Everything you do is not, like, sort of just, like, it's not side quest in a way that's not going to reflect. Like, sometimes these games, you kind of like something. Like, you literally are building on your fighting stats for when you go into these dungeons and palaces, as they call mm-hmm. them. And what I love the most about this game is the best-looking game I've ever played. It's so stylish because I love anime. So I know it wouldn't be for everyone. In, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably going to be for you, let's be real. <laughs> I would say um, it's
2: better than a lot of anime because sometimes anime can be very daggy. Yeah, oh, but yeah. the stylistic I do. choices I think they do in Persona. Like, I mean, I love anime, right? But you know, pretending it's not can be cheesy sometimes. Well, we, like, we went, to, we were at the we were, uh went to see the early screening of Blue Lock. Oh yes, and then we are watching a weird, sexy video shoot of an anime model of Nami for like a minute and a half, and all these interesting Beforehand. shots and like animations in the background. We're just like, yeah, we live in a weird place sometimes. But, um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think Persona the stylized choices. Are, I don't know, they're really cool. That. Because Japanese streetwear and stuff, and a lot of Japanese brands are really cool. Oh yeah, but sometimes anime can feel a bit daggy. But Persona mm. Five meshes it.
1: It's, it's so, so
2: stylized. I love it. It's so good. And the, both.
1: the franchise is very famous for its soundtrack as well. Yes. Yeah. And how amazing that is. And there's so many. And also like because there's similar to Final Fantasy that way where they're like they're similar structures. I think Four is very similar, mm. but you have things that you uh, you can have multiple personas, and that's kind of the the way. That the game works is during combat you can swap personas uh in this one you have a mask that you rip off in persona 3 you shoot yourself in the head and it is a lot and it's dated terribly 3 so it's like, is a weird story it's though. so wild like is like, it because in this one they kind of to get your persona you just like you put a mask on it's like persona and this one it's like persona shoot yourself in the head and it's like a school kid and you're like wow the best thing i like game is like in terms of storyline. It's really great. Characters, development, and you can, you feel like you have a lot of control over it. Mm. Um, there's a really great mechanic where you get kind of like, you get day and you get limited time to do things. So you have to pick really wisely, like what you're going to do. And I realized that I completed the game without even unlocking a single thing of one of my social confidants, which turned out to be the best one in the game. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Okay, it okay. was so fast. I can't even. So triggered? I'm upset by this.
2: Once you level it up, red steam plays. Oh,
1: <laughs> I um yeah, I got like to level. I didn't. So have you played? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: I I, I've been maxed. I, I have spreadsheets. Right. I try and have things where I can, as efficiently possible, max out everything. The shortest amount of time. Yeah, but cool.
1: Wow. So um, a Other
2: lot of the- done it as well, not surprise me, A no. lot of the
1: confidants <laughs> you have to unlock for storyline purposes, but one of them I unlocked one and then I never unlocked him again and he was the coffee shop guy. You,
2: the dad, foster dad?
1: Yes. What? I yeah, like how, amazing like, character. how did I get through that without yeah. that coffee and being able to make that- you, And he
2: asks you, like, let's have coffee. And you're like,
1: fuck off. Yeah, I was like, I'm <laughs> busy. Like <laughs> I'm a real dad.
2: I'm like, <laughs> Run up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> like-
1: I'm going to max out this weird politician character that I decided to max out. Wait, that? Yeah, I did that. That's
2: so strange because he's kind of hard. You have to go and like Sunday and or oh, there's certain days you have to do. That it. is a
1: classic me though. I was mm. like, I'm going to do this really obscure thing and then miss one of the main social. links. <laughs> <are> you <laughs> even miss?
2: You've just denied him somehow all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, because there's something you have to do. Like it opens did up. Do you a hate thing, him? And then no, I don't know. I think so it's I, more whimsical. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I just think I just. <laughs> that. I think I just kind of. <laughs> it would tell me, but I respect it. it. <laughs> but I got you know I got the I got the Shoji player I got the yep. fortune teller I got all the random ones yep. and then the main ones which could actually help me in combat because you actually if you max them out if they're on your party then they get. Like if, even things. And
2: we talked about it just before, sorry to interrupt again, but just like every, if you max out a character, like I think, I can't remember, like, so I'm not going to, but like you max out the fortune player lady and you just get little bonuses when you fight. And so you get like just all these, so everything just never feels pointless because mm. you're just like, as a person like me, like I didn't really like the fortune teller lady, but you are still got to max her out and get all through all the social stuff because you get to be like. Well, I get all the I get like plus something or other, you know. She's so actually like the
1: that. most useful confidant in the game because she can boost anything if you go to her. Right. So you can go to her and she can go like, I sense your friendship is going to move on quickly, and you and you get that, and then that you go and you so up a link, social link.
2: My whole thing is always doing so early on. No, 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 it, it makes sense. But my whole thing was always early on. You've got to max out the doctor really early so you can get like so you can you date get discount. Her. No, no, you get discounts for some that. Just items. Me. I can't even remember. Harvey at half price on her on health. Yeah. I can't. Oh God, I should know because I've done it all the time. But I it's on another page. I'll just let <laughs> yeah. There's um, always those old game fact style sort of like, players yes. where someone's like, here's how to perfect it out. out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and try and see yes.
2: if you can tweak it and do it better. But you know, you can't.
1: One thing about this game is that you can date people, which I, I love, sucker for it. I'm but I mean, it is them. deeply. There's like, it's one of those. Persona's like my problematic favorite, you know. Like I I'm like, you can date your teacher who's also your maid. Weird. I know. Am I gonna mm. do it? Absolutely. Like anime. Am um, I gonna date like eighteen? Doctor, yeah, I dated yeah, the is. doctor was the hottest. <laughs> I dated the doctor ins- Yeah, mm. absolutely. You have a punk <laughs> hot doctor. I was like, absolutely, this is problematic. I'm probably what fifteen in this game. I don't know. How old yeah. are you? You're a minor for sure. It's yeah. not, it's not good.
2: what, second year high school?
1: It's, the, actual, the actual, like, romance section isn't explicit, though. It's, like, very PG, <laughs> but, like, for some reason, like, I, you just, when you social, when you max out certain players and you get a romantic option. Mm. And I was like, would be rude to not date eight people.
2: I just think with those games, I hate that they punish you for dating everyone because, like, obviously, understand why, but, like, in those kind of games, you want to have experience everything. You don't want to play mm. the game ten times through the story. And then you're just always, like... I can't do the, the, the heartbreak scene. I can't do it where I let everyone down. Anyway, sorry.
1: <laughs> Persona 5 Royal, I actually think is, is worth it. Uh, Royal's worth the buy because you get a whole extra semester, which is fun, and there's new music and everything like that. So I, I went to replay it again and I went, I'm fucking going to buy Royal. And the and dance
2: girl's really cool, I think.
1: Oh, yeah, she's great.
2: It's a weird storyline, but you know, yeah. it's a good
1: story Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. If you like anime kind of now-ish, if you're not into super fantasy-based things, Persona is a game that you will enjoy. It is also just it's addictive. It's so addictive, and uh, me and my housemate were both playing it at the same time in different rooms. <laughs> we're at, like it's fun. You have to kind of play by yourself though. Yeah. It's not like a communal game. Mm. You're kind of like. Yeah. Oh, you remember someone? Ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you teach? But I think. Yeah, if you even if you just want to go on Spotify and just look at all of this. I mean, I love the Persona 3 soundtrack. Never played the game, but I love that soundtrack. was really good 5, time.
2: five five banger five gets me in the mood. Like especially like some of the fight stuff is really oh, good. And so. There know. are
0: some good, like honestly. Really good oh, some of the too. OSTs from these games, like even Swigan as well, man. That soundtrack oh, yeah. is extraordinary. Don't, don't ask so my family good. about that though. No, I'm our family mine as well. Really? I hate it. It's like trigger noises. Trigger noises. just ask me that. <laughs>
2: When I'd leave it on and they'd just be, like, doing work and just hearing the same tune in the menu going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, my husband had to come out and, and yell at me because of Persona 5, like, you'll never see you come. Here. And I was like, "Dad, second. He was like, turn it off. <laughs> and I was like, no taste.
2: you got to go full circle. You know when you, like, hear a song too much, love it, then you overgo and you sort of hate it, then you just listen to it nonstop and it comes back around. You're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah I yeah. love yeah. this again. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's hitting again. It's like,
0: oh, <laughs> Uh, we wanted to talk about this because it was something that we came to, we came to this conclusion like during this podcast, we're like, holy shit, like the crossover between JRPGs and anime is massive. And like, we got into JRPGs so early, like I think I was, oh, I was probably seven when I picked up Shining Force, like yeah, right. young. Shining Force 2 is better than one. Shining Force 2 is better than one. Yeah. No, they're both fantastic. But like, then I got in, then Suikoden and, and and Chrono Trigger and FF7, 8, 9, 10. Like, these are formative things in my life. And these games you can play. And I really suggest you do because and they mean a lot to us. And Obviously, nostalgia is a big part of it. And like sure. Naruto as well, obviously, was like at the same time. And oh, all yeah, like things, Naruto. The world building, you know, we love it. Even though Naruto's ending is fucking dog shit, we still love it. You know what uh, I mean? And like, also, like,
2: com- completely when it gets – Sorry, I'm not on an anime podcast, but fuck.
0: Just, you know,
2: the whole, like, oh, you know, he, the Nei thing where he's like, you know, change your fate. It's like, bitch, actually, now we found out you were son of the Hokage. You've got the <laughs> – your um, mom yeah. had the most overpowered, like, thing, ability. To, you got a demon. Like, yeah, the, the most powerful like, yeah. no, you lied to Naja. Yeah, naja was right. It. You can't change your fate. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're a failure. You should be way ahead of where you are right now. Yeah, absolutely. Everything in your <laughs> honor. You're yeah. like Alexander the Great. Everyone thinks you're amazing, but your dad set it
1: all fucking up for you. <laughs>
2: You do inherit the best army in the ancient world. Yes, you did. Yeah. So narrator so. Is, a ne- yeah. is a nepotism baby.
1: No, he's a nepotism baby. He
2: is. Yeah, it's
0: true. I had it so hard. I mean, orphan. Yeah, okay, that's fair. But uh, the rest. Uh, and <laughs> and he's
1: still looked over by the-,
0: the current You know. Yeah. Also, the third has a lot to answer for for being really shit. Yeah. He's like, like uh, what if the whole village
1: was hated this one you- kid? Yeah, that made no sense. Oh,
0: dude, he's
2: like,
1: like a nice old they man. Thank God for like, the Robin. Thank God for the Robin. God, the Raman
0: guy is the I'm most the underrated teacher. And the ramen teacher, oh. the teacher
2: who sort of hated him and quickly was like, oh, Of course.
0: I'm going to actually be nice to you. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful moment. You know, I'll return the, the pain a thousand times over in the first episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The shadow Clone for the That's first so time. That's so good. I remember
2: watching that. And just I literally just got
0: goosebumps. Yeah, I mean, this is the <laughs> but this is the thing. Yeah, 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 like yeah, this, yeah. And this is why we do this podcast. You know, what I mean, it's all about us bringing passion to you, and these are things that formed our experiences. And every time I'm, like I said, playing yeah. FF Seven Remake with you right now is like it's just such a. This will be a new memory I take forward, and that sounds lame as oh, fuck. Yeah. But like, but, but it is we, beautiful. You know, literally, when we the we
1: train pulls up, and you see it in new graphics, like do 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 do. he stands there
0: in front of the and you're like,
1: and he jumps off the train, and he's got the, and you're like. Yes,
2: yes. yes. <laughs> um, I remember the, I to just quickly go back to the Naruto thing. Mm. So this was, again, the DVDs at my house kind of yes. watching it. It was like four of us sitting around on my little computer oh, screen. Yeah. And just I remember when, um, oh, God, I forget the names. Who's the androgynous ice person? Haku, 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 Haku and, and, um, and Zabuzum. And yeah, um, and then when the first time that he's demon. like over and the demon fox come out and I, we're just losing it. Just kids on in a house, just running around. Kids. Episode seventeen.
0: Yeah, around there.
2: just remember, just like all of us running around a house. And I think we just started fighting. we were freaking out. We're all. I thought, <laughs> like, you <laughs> uh, Mate, that was maybe when I pushed Joseph down the stairs. Let's do. Maybe <laughs> we got really hyped and they had yeah, to come down. We got down. real hyped.
0: <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite stories and um, I won't do a full name job but if anyone who knows who Nick Allbrook is uh, we went to high school together and you know, played in bands and stuff back in the day but like Nick also got these VCDs at one point did he? Um, yeah yeah and he still tells this great story and I, you know, I ended up watching *Former Alchemist Brotherhood with him when he came to stay with me in 2013 after he left came in parlor and whatnot like, again these formative experiences you know which track us throughout our lives it's really quite special and Nick always tells a story back in high school when he had the VCDs. It was his turn to have them and of course the Rockley versus I mean Bale I had to work have to them. pay for them though. but anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> thank you for I also sacrifice. watched those so thank you so much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was the worst decision, business decision all. I used to work 15 hours for probably $5 an hour at Red Rooster to buy these CDs and then with any money left over I tended to take the boys out before we watched them and buy Red Rooster. I, <laughs> <laughs> looking back on it I probably screwed up my high school studies and everything just to <laughs> do but this. But look at what you did
0: you know. Yeah, <laughs> 15 hours nine.
2: a week to earn $75 spend 40 on it one CD because I had no other option and then Give you guys some food for thirty five,
1: some cheesy nuggets thirty five bucks. was a good time.
2: Do yeah. <laughs> you owe me a drink? Yeah, I think I might owe you a
0: couple of drinks.
1: The memories oh. are priceless. Uh, the the it's a Mastercard <laughs> ad. <laughs> priceless.
0: For everything
2: else, isn't me going to dead on a Mastercard <laughs> for chicken nuggets?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but a nick to the famous Rockley versus Gara. And of course, he stands. Take the weights off, and he stands up, and he drops the weights. Everyone's like, "Lame, dude!" They're gonna have. Then they explode, and it's you realise it's one of the most hype moments in all anime history. It, it right? really is. And Nick Olbrook still tells this story where he was standing there with his headphones on on a shitty computer back in, what two thousand and fucking four or something, mm. and just went like, "Kick us!" <laughs> <"Yeah!" laughs> <laughs> Nick Olbrook like, literally stood wow, up. Wow, I've never and even had, seen you like. <laughs> then had to like wait, look around, be like, "Oh shit, is anyone home?" And then, like, and then sit back down and be like get in there like <laughs> there's these hype moments and FF7 again you know Arid's death and these things these can, I, can I have three
2: a quick moments. hot take please it was better when AMVs were still around on on Dude. YouTube the wild early days that was so good everyone just made like Evanescence and, it was um, Linkin Park Linkin Park, Lincoln Park. <laughs> every Dragon Ball Z hype was to Linkin Park <laughs> <laughs> one thing I don't know why and then just <laughs> That <laughs> his hair's gonna turn yellow. I
0: know it. I know it's coming. Uh, yeah. oh, so exciting! Oh, that was the glory days. Those are the glory days, man. But <laughs> anyway, we hope that you can find if you if you have played any of these games. I strongly suggest a replay. I actually, read an article a little while ago, which uh, they did a psychological study where, like, because gaming obviously we were one of the first generations to really properly get into it. I mean, it yep. was before us in the eighties and stuff. But that, you know, games Definitely came of age. came of age when we came of age, right? And there is actually a psychological benefit to going back and playing the games of your childhood because it takes you back to a time and place where you were at that time, right? And it's like, it's a new phenomenon because again, you know, we're only sort of starting to get the information and the data in on this stuff. So I would strongly suggest like every time I go back and play Swigand, as you've said it once in this podcast, it's like, it's like a warm hug, like seeing a good shonen show. It's like, a, you know, like Naruto, anything else. Why we still love Demon Slayer despite all its flaws. I'm like. I still love it. You know, like.
1: Persona's not a warm hug, but it's a lit time. It's, it's, like, so like, it's, it's, it's great a fun. It's a lot of fun.
0: But that's the thing. And like, we hope that you can find some of these games yourselves. And if you haven't, these games still hold up. And get the Suikoden remasters, I promise you. Mm. First game's done in 20 hours. It's I would so fast, so simple. I would say play two first. I do. I'd just do one You can knock it out. Knock it out. It's, it's, almost, like, it's almost like a prologue to two. I I think it hasn't aged
2: as well. And it's it's not as good a game. It's more basic. Two
0: basically just fixed every mistake that one had and just made the same game but better. Start with two. (laughs) Because if they don't like one, they're not going to play two. (laughs) That's true. But yeah, either or. And FF7 obviously still holds up. The remake's fantastic. It's just about to come so out. So, I mean, zero, Final or Fantasies,
1: or... you can play any of them at any point. Yeah. Only, there's only yeah. a couple of sequels, It's like 10-2, which I would recommend playing 10 before 10-2. 10, 2. Uh, <laughs> 10 2. You might not get it's it. live. would be
0: like, like, so like, it's confusing oh. even after yeah. you play yeah, yeah, 10 I know, is. it's deeply.
1: <laughs> I love that game. And why are we but... doing costume changes? Don't <laughs> worry about it. Um, Mate, Dress Fears the like best. Oh, my God. That was the best. It was a magical girl transformation. Also, I will say
2: it was good because a lot of, not to like simplify things gender-wise, but there was a lot of women I know who really liked that whole aspect mm. and it was like oh yeah it's like they were actually doing different things and exploring stuff they could have just played it yeah. safe but they did something really cool and interesting and the, a lot of people i know absolutely adored that mechanic and yeah that was that cool yeah. it's like actually like
1: persona that mechanic because you end up with a different stat with you like when you change Una's outfit it yeah. becomes like a different you kind of Although, have different things
2: i must say the whole like oh my god uh oh my god blonde girl and yeah sorry and the whole like early storyline about the creepy coach Sexualizing her and like her coming like oh don't sexualize me, then them instantly putting her in like a late red latex catsuit oh, is yeah. very Japan. Oh
1: no no yeah, persona persona is not. Wait, one it that... no self awareness here? Yeah. <laughs> Persona's definitely not uh, one that I'd be like yeah like feminist masterpiece. But right? Boys is fun to play. It's you know, my problematic fave. I yeah.
2: really hope I know some people don't like this, but like because the main characters are always just standard blank protagonists, right? Just, I would love if they could try and actually do, guy or girl, and make it you could like romance whoever, like have oh, a bit more depth to that. Fire Emblem like Three Houses. Does it's a bit actually, of that. Yeah? Fire yeah, actually Fire Emblem no, Three. Yeah, no, and that's
1: the thing. That. You can just do, do that forever. There's a Persona game where you can swap gender. It's Persona um, Three. three. Yeah, uh, mm. But I do. I, my biggest complaint was that I couldn't romance all the, the guys. <laughs> yeah, I was but, like, um, excuse me, sensitive <laughs> artist. Like, no, I was you like, don't <laughs> like
2: him. No, you ski.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I would have hit. no. Also, I was He's like, so I was draining. into a catchy. I'm a psycho. Oh, right. Okay. Wait, really? I was like, yeah, particularly when it gets gnarly in Royal. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's romance him. He's done hinge. Oh, Sorry,
0: spoiler. Um spoilers. Well look, Lucky, thank you so much for coming on. Thank oh, you so much really for really letting really us use your wonderful venue. It's been a wonderful time down in Melbourne. Wait, I have to say something controversial, surely.
2: Sure. I can't think of anything controversial. I do Azure Dreams, I think is the perfect it would be a massive success or like a framework to remake sort of a game that would be huge. Yes. You've got anime harem dating simulator. Mm-hmm. You've got all those sort of side elements where you build up a town, like you've got a building. A lot of town building, yeah. Um, where, you know, and that unlocks more characters and more things happening in the town. And then three, the tower you go into is like roguelike, where if you die, you can't save in the tower. And if you die, you lose the, all the stuff you took Every in with you. Him. And you have monsters like Pokemon. It's literally yeah. all the most popular elements in the world in one game that worked, but it was so niche and a little weird. Yes. That I think a lot of people never sort would have tried left the center. But if you remade that, all those elements, you just
0: ugh. Oh. You're right. It's 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 one of those Again, my We dad can put a, a weirdo guy in there for you. Thank God.
1: I, was I, like, I like to surely... wear the monster
0: skin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that
1: can that I bad. romance him? <laughs> I my,
2: must friend be playing, single.
1: <laughs> my friend playing My Stardew playing Stardew Valley and romance the town like alcoholic. Oh, and Shane! She
0: was like, oh, yeah. Shane's oh. weirdly popular amongst the family. Really? Weirdly popular, man. That's says something he's about broken people. And stuff. Yeah, of course. I can change. I can fix. I can change. It. It. And she, and she, that's like, what she know. said.
1: She was like, "I can fix Shane."
0: Oh no! And I went.
1: And I would chickens. also
0: do that. You know, like <laughs> it's a nice storyline. Stardew Valley is another great example of like you know mm. how these things can work. That's that's JRPG inspired, surely. You know, like
1: well, Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon. Oh god, I uh, I love Harvest
0: Moon. that was more my OCD-ness
2: of oh yeah arranging things. I love Stardew Valley as well. We played it a lot of times together. I used to emulate. Harvest Moon. Hmm. Great game. God, now I'm just I'm just going down. See, we, we need more time. I wanna <laughs> talk. We haven't even talked about
0: like Xenoblade or Xenosaga. No. You Wild could do Arms, a whole Everyone's on. favorite
1: JRPG. Well, yeah, yeah, you
0: yeah. could do a whole podcast on this. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. Just purely. Definitely you know, like, out. It's, just it's probably so not a,
2: oh, Is there enough
0: new ones? So it feels amazing. like it's very light novel dominated these days. Yeah. Sort of. But it's I mean it's still massive and it's only getting bigger. And like again, well, if Star Chronicle, Ocean, you've
1: got you've oh, um, got so many AMPs. You know,
0: like there's there's Star Ocean, till the end of oh, time. Oh, Limley. So mm. many. But like, Ark the Lad. Remember that? That was a strategy oh, that had. was a great game. Good yeah, game I, actually, I forgot oh, about that. for hours. Oh, so um, we've had a lot of games. Yeah. Of my life. Um, uh, Vanguard Bandits. <laughs> Vanguard Bandits. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, we could do this forever. But thank uh, you for having us. Come Lagoon. Sorry. Okay. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Legend of Legaia. Legend of Lago- Dragoon. Yeah, wow. There's well, a lot of them well, out there. No, le- that's a
2: game that should be remade. That's true, actually. Where's the one? That, um... I think it's universally loved. It's an yeah. amazing RPG that just, for whatever underrated. reason, never, never. Oh wow, yeah, of the Group?
0: yeah, really, 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 really yeah, underrated. Yeah, but I, like, there's so many again. Yeah. The RPG subreddit is actually a nice place. A lot of people just being like, "Hey, I remember that game. Yeah, that game's sick." Like, yeah, right. of course, a lot of people being like, "You I did, I literally go, no. like, yeah, cool, did literally go. You did literally
2: go. It's really wholesome." And then told us about the content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: So Look, so. it's still, still Reddit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the bar's just that low. It's like low. four Reddit, you know? I there were no slurs. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that's I pretty well again, awesome. <laughs> A couple of <I> them. Mean, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, look, thank you so much for having us. It's been so nice to be down in Melbourne. Quench Expo was a very interesting experience. We had a lot of fun. Sweet. Um, interesting you know, is we'll yeah. see. Unfortunate we'll, things, but unfortunate like, things, but you know, we'll see how that plays out. It's been fun to be down here and let's go play FF7 remake some more before I head back. That's why you're trying to wrap up the podcast. That's the only good Just do another side quest. Air, oh, you know? no. like, Get <laughs> home. Please. Yeah, the Give side quest for a bit. Too yeah. many side quests. That's the one criticism. But anyway, thank you all so much. We'll catch you next time. We'll be back in Sydney and uh, back to the studio, but it's been fun to change it up. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Thanks so. again. Cheers. GG Easy. Come check it out if you're in Melbourne.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to do that, aren't
0: I? Yeah, do a plug. <laughs>